0: Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Season 1, Episode 6 of TopCast, your service management podcast. Today we're going to chat about uh, what an organization can expect when returning to work following this pandemic, as well as some digital transformation opportunities that COVID-19 has expedited. Let's get into it. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to our sixth episode of the season. Thanks for joining us once again. Uh, As you may already know, this season, the topics have all related to adding value to your organization as a service department. Uh, And today we have an old favorite of ours here on TOPcast once again. So Kugi, welcome back. How are you today? And uh, how's life in quarantine?
1: Thank you. It feels like an honor to be invited back. I'm doing well, just adjusting, I guess, to life in quarantine, a long adjustment, I would say.
0: Yeah, I totally feel that. I feel like I'm still adjusting every single day. It's quite interesting. Um, So as for today's topic, as you know, I like to jump into it. We are going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the opportunities and the hurdles that people are going to face in returning back to the office. So um, being our first two-time guest as well, Kugi, I was hoping we could start things off kind of simple and get uh, your point of view on why you think it's so important for service departments to start thinking strategic and long term uh, when it comes to um, just working and working on projects in general.
1: So I think that's a really, really good question. Um, One of the things that I think organizations have been looking at is really when to wait uh, or how long to wait in terms of just getting these projects started. Um, For example, I know that a lot of organizations were switching over to Teams uh, and some of them have already started it. And one of the things that I would say is if you've got it, planned, or if you think that it would add value to your organization, uh, and you've got the resources to do it, then just make it happen. Because the longer that you wait, um, the more that things can change within the organization, and maybe that project won't be possible later on. So um, really think about the value that the project is adding. And if you have the resources available, and if both of those things are in alignment, then just do it. Um, And maybe there's some lessons learned, but it's really important to just make it happen, um, just so that you can start extracting value from that project.
0: Very, very true. And and in terms of projects themselves, like how can uh, an organization or a service department dive back into projects that have been shifted to the back burner because of uh, the pandemic that we're in?
1: So I think that a lot of uh, organizations may feel that because they can't meet uh... everyone face to face in order to be able to discuss this Um, or maybe people aren't back into the office, um, they aren't able to start it and so a lot of these projects are on the back burner until people are returning to the office. But the big thing I think that we need to be aware of is that no one really knows how organizations are going to change um, due to COVID-19 and so we're not sure when people are going to be back in the office if in fact they will be back in the office at all. So I think um, it's not so much a time to kind of squirrel things away and um, put these projects on the back burner but i think it's time to return to a new normal and a new method of working in which we just uh, do the same things that we had on the calendar just make sure that we're transferring to a remote method of working so for example if you were to have um, implementation related meetings instead of having them in person you just have them through teams Um, and if you were to be document sharing um maybe in, uh, in person or you were to be talking about things in person, instead just move things over to SharePoint. Um, that way you can still continue to do your work, but you can also facilitate it while working remotely.
0: Absolutely, and I do realize I'm asking you to predict the future in a lot of these questions, but uh, we, we do value your, your opinion on, on uh, some strategies to get back to work safely, obviously. Uh, I was also reading one of, the, one of these articles um, from The Guardian And obviously, there's going to be a bunch of changes, um, not only to project progression, but to the overall working environment, like we've said. Um, So in this article, there's actually a strong belief that working from home could become the new norm. There's a lot of larger organizations who have now had to pivot this way, obviously, because of what's going on. And people are realizing, hey, this actually isn't that bad, so... I was just kind of wondering, what are some of the major hurdles you foresee organizations um, in trying to make a change back to working in the office or trying to make positive progress um, as a company with their projects?
1: So I think this is a big question that's on everyone's minds right now. Um, And I think that everyone has kind of been asking themselves, you know, um, do I plan on going back to the office? And if so, do I plan on going back full time? Just because I think we've realized that we're very capable of working remote for the most part. Um, And a lot of people find that they have a lot of time, um, myself included. Um, I save two hours in my commute back and forth and that's two hours that I can spend towards something else. Um, And that adds so much value to my life. So I can just imagine how, how a lot of people are kind of in the same boat. Uh, And so what I do expect is that a lot of organizations are actually going to have their workforce just not returning at all, still continuing to just work remotely uh, and maybe just having one or two days a week in which um, they have like designated meeting days. But at least when you're working from home, sometimes you can kind of get more in the zone. Um, So I do expect that organizations, um, maybe they're going to downsize in their workspaces just because um, not a lot of people are actually in the office, um, so I think that would be my prediction.
0: Absolutely, I'm I'm definitely in the same boat as well. I save quite a bit of time with the commuting, and and uh, it's it's nice because yet yeah, you do get in those zones where you can just get a ton accomplished in what feels like record time. So I'm all about it as well. Um, one of the actually cool things that uh, I I noticed, I guess we had a the large sort of virtual conference, I'll call it uh top desk c that happened um just i guess guess a few days ago now but uh one of the interesting things out of there was they did the the poll question showing you you know people's preference in terms of working from home or working in the office and when we asked that question earlier um, during this pandemic obviously uh, a lot of people were saying back in the office was like the the hot commodity that was the what the majority really wanted to do but over time it's the the stats yesterday were actually quite staggering in the other way so it it lends itself well to the article that um, by the Guardian here just saying like yeah people are going to be working from home and it might actually end up being the new normal with the majority doing so so it'll be interesting to see how it progresses for sure so if we move to um strategies for organizations to start um you know making these digital transformations what are what are some of those strategies and and how can organizations start to make this digital transformation happen
1: so i feel like digital transformation is one of those words that's kind of been like the uh, buzzword for the past five years uh, and i've seen just enterprise uh, organizations just like working to basically uh, digitally transform and they're transforming in so many different ways Um, whether you think about hospitals that used to do um, paper charts and uh, everything on paper and now they have all of those records within um, digitized systems uh, or you think about uh, schools transitioning more to delivering uh, education online I think that COVID-19 has um, pushed things forward or acted as a catalyst for a change that was already in the industry. Um, and I think it was it was in every single industry, surprisingly, any organization that really has um, any sort of service that it provides, they're also trying to focus on digital transformation. Um, and with a lot of organizations that I've worked with, I think that COVID-19 has helped to um, push the hand uh, within certain projects in order to make digital transformation happen. But in terms of making it happen successfully, I think what we need is an emphasis not just on the tools needed for digital transformation, but also the processes and how people will factor into this change. So if we think about the tool aspect, it's about just getting a really good tool that meets your needs, doing um, requirements vetting and making sure that you're fully aware of what you're jumping into when you're uh, making this digital transformation happen. The second thing is just the processes. So making sure that um, once you have this tool, you also have new processes that are really tailored to the new method of working. And then also with the people aspect, I feel like people are oftentimes forgotten. And it's actually quite a shame because if you have a, a really good tool and you have really good processes, the people aspect can really make or break the digital transformation effort. And so we really have to make sure that we're putting an emphasis on how how people will uh, really interact with the tool and how people will interact with the processes in order to achieve a successful uh, digital transformation project.
0: Absolutely, and I, and I really uh, value that the people point as well, um, because they're such a, a huge portion of any organization, obviously. So. Um, One of the things I was kind of wondering, too, uh, it's not going to be everybody who is able to adapt to, um, you know, using new tools, using new softwares, whatever it may be to help, you know, sort of uh, collaborate at work or whatever. So uh, you might have people who are really strong in their stance in wanting to go back to the office and wanting to have that in-person collaboration. So um, what do you think some of the strategies um, could be for, for somebody who's really struggling with, uh, you know, the current state that we're in right now, and is really seeking, um, you know, a more interactive uh, work environment.
1: So one of the, um, again, buzzwords that I see uh, coming up a lot is organizational change management. Uh, And this is really talking about not a change in terms of uh, something that you would do for a uh, process or a tool, but more so for your organization. And how do we help them transition throughout this uh, very tumultuous change uh, in terms of returning to work? I think that one of the things that we really have to be mindful of is that some people um, have realized that it's not really of value for them to drive an hour and a half across the city to go to work, Uh, instead, they're a little bit more comfortable at home. And I think that we have to create environments for people to kind of decide on their own what works for them. And so we really have to adopt a hybrid approach of working. If uh, your staff member or your colleague is a little bit more comfortable working from home uh, and they can get more work done and they can add more value to the team, then I think it just makes a lot of sense for organizations to be accommodating towards this new normal and this new method of working, whereas on the flip side, there are colleagues who uh, really like going to work, uh, really like seeing their colleagues, so we also have to make sure that we're accommodating for those people. I think that a really good way to make this happen is to uh, still have meeting days so maybe like on a Friday you can have a meeting day in which colleagues can um, come into the office if they're already going to be in the office totally okay Uh, otherwise if they typically work from home just make sure that you schedule that day out and it's a concurrent uh, meeting day that way everyone can meet um, and you still have that nice face-to-face interaction and that can be uh, quite helpful and a nice change of pace for someone who's consistently working from home. I think the other aspect of uh, strategies uh, in order to make things helpful for people who are returning back to work or organizations who are trying to support this um, is really breaking it down in terms of what are the various things that we need in order to make returning back to the office successful? And I think this is also a situation in which we can apply the tool process people aspect. So for example, um, if one of the uh, strategies is going to be to deploy Teams, um, Teams has been super successful uh, within our organization, and we implemented Teams uh, luckily just a few weeks before uh, the office was closed. And so it was really, really helpful for us. But a lot of organizations weren't as lucky and so they are in the middle of their team's deployment um, or they have yet to deploy teams. And if that is the case, um, really break it down to the tools that are needed to support both working uh, remotely and also working in person. So if you're deploying teams, uh, make sure that you are uh, kind of making an implementation plan in order to be able to make that available for your organization. Um, the other thing is you can also use different productivity tools. One of the ones that we use in our office is uh, Miro, and it's just a board that we use in order to be able to have a morning uh, stand-up and an afternoon stand down. And it's a nice way to be able to start the day together as a team and just wrap it up as a team. Um, So those are the two tools that have been um, really pivotal in terms of facilitating both working from home and for the few colleagues that maybe go to the office sometimes, uh, they're able to do that as well. The other aspect of this is the process. So really talk about as a team, what is our back to the office process and how do we integrate the various tools in order to be able to facilitate working from home versus working uh, in the office. So in terms of a process, are we going to continue to do a morning stand up and a afternoon stand down? Um, Are there different procedures and processes uh, in order to go into the office? So uh, maybe it's not really tool specific things but are we going to sanitize our hands or are we going to um, continuously wear masks in the office for the time being. Uh, I think it's important to really identify all of those various processes and not just think about it from a uh, digital transformation perspective but this tool process people um, strategy can also kind of stretch to various areas of the organization. And I think the last thing is just people. Um, So again, making people comfortable in their way of uh, doing things, facilitating ways that are going to help them to be productive and to add value to the organization. And if all of those things uh, are given attention, uh, and if you think about all those things, then it can really help to make not just digital transformation, but any sort of organizational transformation successful.
0: I think that was, uh, just yeah. Just a great, great insight into what people should expect and people can expect when they are going back. And and there are some very helpful tips in there as well. Um, Is there any last tips you have for our listeners here today?
1: I think that the biggest thing in digital transformation is really being realistic in terms of what the organization needs and what the organization can get value out of. Um, Just because I think that a lot of organizations were kind of in a holding pattern for a little bit, and then they had all of these projects starting to collect uh, in the vault of ideas. Um, So really be realistic with the resources that you have and kind of prioritize the projects that are going to add the most value uh, and attack those as you would if you were back in the office. So don't bite off more than you can chew. uh, It's better to do something right the first time uh, and just do it maybe a little bit slower rather than taking on too much and kind of uh, having to uh, drop things uh, if you get too busy.
0: Kugi, thank you very much for being our very first repeat guest. Uh, And thanks everybody else for tuning into today's episode. Uh, As always, we've got more content on the way. Episode seven coming out in two weeks and it's going to be about a topic that I will keep to myself for now and share with you next week. So stay tuned. If you found this useful, insightful, or just plain helpful to listen to, feel free to like or comment on the episode. And if you don't, well, they're only going to get better. Social media handles and links are down below. Take it easy, everybody.